right. Hey, good morning, Rennie Dola Podcast, and we are live. We've got a couple of uh, special guests with us today. But before we do that, Chris, you feeling last yesterday a little bit, last night? Yeah, well, it was a long, long day for us. Uh, when I do, I got home at about 1030 last night, but we uh, we went out to Corona, California, uh, visited Uber Detail, and we helped them host uh, the first ever legend ceramic coating certification event. Good. So this was not a training. It was a uh, an opportunity for detailers to show us what they've got. So they get listed as a uh, certified provider. So yeah, we got. I'm 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 am talking slow. I've got caffeine. I actually made a uh, I made a press this morning, uh, so it's pretty wicked. But uh, yeah, I got home about eleven. But I had to drive up, man. There is nobody on the road, so I am not yeah. inclined to broke the speed limits uh, on the way home. Uh, nor did my nor did my car still smell like clutch and tires when I got out <laughs> this morning. Uh, so okay, Chris, you got. Well, there that. You go. I've seen now. This is a shirt I've seen before because you got like nine hundred of those things. So yeah. What, what this time. Well, this is a this is a Ferrari two fifty GTO. Um, Pretty cool car. I think they made only like thirty six of them, and they believe that they're still all out there. That every one of them still exists. Wow. But here's the cool. Here's the cool part. Um, I don't have my notes in front of me right now. The the guy that uh that owns, I think it's David McNeil yep. that owns WeatherTech yep. floor mats. Apparently, there's good money in floor mats. He bought one of these for seventy million dollars. I'm in the and, wrong um, business. They they think it's the most expensive car ever sold, at least that they know of. Wow, seventy million. Yep. I know I know of one that sold for more, but I can't talk about it. You know about it. You've heard the story. Uh, it's in Germany. I can tell you that. Uh, <laughs> seen it. I've touched it. Um, pretty cool. So, you know what? Seventy million. Good for him. I mean, you know, he's somebody, an entrepreneur, that went out and he or she makes it happen, and they spend seventy million bucks. You know, yeah. I know this. I've I've contributed to WeatherTech, uh, being able to do that. So he probably, I don't know, maybe four bucks went to the went to the uh, Ferrari, you know, so good for him, though. So we've got a couple uh, special guests on. We're, we're waiting for Jackson. We're going to start up with Deborah. So, Chris, you want to read her bio real quick for those that don't happen to know her, which you should. <laughs> if you're in industry, you're I'm embarrassed. No, you're embarrassed? You're cool. Well, this is, uh, you know, our, our, uh, our guest this morning is uh, Deborah Gorgos. I, I pronounced that right. Mm -hmm. Did I? Okay, good. So she's been uh, she's been writing about the detailing industry for quite a while now. I think about probably almost coming up on 15 years uh, since 2008. Uh, she was editor of Professional Car Washing and Detailing Magazine. And then in 2015, Jackson reached out to her and invited her to join and become editor of Auto Detailing News. So that's uh, that's a little bit I got about her. Jackson, hopefully, hopefully Jackson will join us. Um, so I, I can uh, I can get into that when he uh, when he jumps on, or I can go over it now. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna brag about Deborah because I've known Deborah. I've I've been reading her name for a long time, and then I got to finally meet her, and I was like, wow, cool. You know, I mean, it was like you see her name in the magazines, and then you meet her, and she's so down to earth and so cool. Uh -huh. Yeah, she's done a tremendous amount. Both of them have done a tremendous amount for the industry, but 
when you see when you see Deborah's passion and you get her when you're around her, um, you can see why she's successful. But she's oh, really a believer of our industry. So I want to welcome you. It's really exciting to have you on. Thank you so much. I feel the same way about you and everyone you work with. They've been so kind to me. They make me feel like I'm part of a family. So you, thank you. are. You've helped build that family, you know, and oh. in the industry because we've become, you know, we're, we used to be, you go back 08, we're a lot tighter and smaller and, you know, mm -hmm. not successful. And people were still strong. We're kind of janitors, you know, and we're, we were coming out of that phrase. There was, phase there was a there was a there was a few people that were really turning it into you know an actual you know big time legitimate industry but right. it was it was at the it was at the base camp for all of that you know when you met us and you've yeah. got a huge now I, I gotta tell you i'm gonna i'm gonna go completely off topic this isn't on our show notes or anything your guys's covers are like killer <laughs> they are killer covers so kind of explain that who, who comes up with the ideas for the covers because they're killer I leave it all to Jackson. I I share some of my ideas and they're always squashed. And he has this artistic, I don't know where how he comes up with them. And they're all almost immediately. If I say what I think the cover story is going to be, he has an idea right away. Wow. And that's what drew me to the magazine, that it was so much fun. And we weren't worried about, I mean, we did the one of you about Vegas. And yeah. we didn't think twice about it. And you know, when you're in corporate America, you have to be a little careful about leaving people out and offending. And other people loved it, too, that might have been offended in another type of realm. So we just yeah, and we did you in uh, Wizard of Oz as well. Yeah, and yeah. we don't even we just know we're having fun and we're doing it for the readers. We're not doing it for anyone else. So they'll enjoy it. I had so many <laughs> what, what the hell was it with Wizard of Oz? It's awesome. And I was like, I don't know, but I like it. You know, it was so I, cool. It was, yeah. It was, it's a little it, trippy. Sometimes I see him or I don't know how they'll work out, but he has this mind that works that way. I'm a little more literal. I said, well, let's, for the one where it was detailers around the world, I thought, let's do a, a world map and we'll have the people. No, that's too, that's too mainstream. That's too obvious. Wow. So. Well, I think it's the first, you know, the cover of any book is kind of what first attracts you, right? Yeah, right. and, and, and then what's cool though is you guys have got really good substance. I mean, you've oh, got, you. I mean, there's a lot of good materials in there, and even the ads, everything that's in there. And you know, if 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 anybody hasn't picked up the magazine, we'll go at the end and, and tell people how to follow it. But you really, you need to get it because every time it comes in, I can't wait. You know, okay. and um, I've got a copy because Diane and I each get a copy, and I keep a copy. All the copies are on my desk; they all stay there. And then the one with uh, with me in Vegas is I don't know if you can see it, but it, it's actually that's a classic. Let's see if I can get out of the way. It's, it's, it's on the wall way back there. It, that's it, it, probably it, our best one, I think. Yeah, so it's probably it's probably it's, it's funny. So you uh, know, uh, real quick though, you know, fun fact that uh, that Vegas cover that's what we use to uh, make the Rennie Doyle podcast logo. Yes, yeah, I, that's great. So, yeah, yeah we all want to share. There's no competitiveness. There's no ownership. Yeah. It's just we're all having fun. And, and what I like about the magazine is it I'm allowed as much space as I need to tell a story. So yeah. it's not like Jackson says, you only get 500 words for this story. If someone has a story to tell and it's going to go on and on, he says, let's make room. 
because it's all about the person being interviewed and getting that story out to the readers. So he's always said, that's all that matters is that we cover everything they want to cover and share everything we can. And he'll never cut a page. And he lets me, it, it's open-ended, which I love as a writer. That's cool. And we've gotten a and I can't tell you what on the air, but off the air, I want to, I'm going to take and put an official invite out to you. Cause you know what? You're going to fit right into it. We're going to make it happen next year. Let all this COVID stuff calm down. But you're going to get an invite because I think you'd be dynamic as all get out to get involved. And so when we get off the air, you and I will talk and okay. I'll tell you what it is and we'll, we'll get working on it. So so where are you out of? Where's home? I'm in upstate New York, about two hours from the city. And it's a cold day here right now. So, Oh, is it really? It's 50 degrees and it's, it's freezing. The sun's shining, which is nice, but it's cold. It was a long winter. Wow, we had yeah. a mild one out here out west. We didn't, we didn't oh. have. To, we had a little above average snow, but it was, is we got it in a couple of good good wax and it went. So yeah, let me ask you how. So your background, you know, writing and so forth, mm -hmm. and so how how did you? What led you into the coal industry and the car washing and then into detailing? I was a journalism major, and I got out of college, and I, I had a few newspaper jobs and somehow got into book publishing. And then those jobs were getting smaller and smaller and I got nervous and I said, cause they were, a lot of jobs were going overseas for editors. So I got out of that and got with Water Technology Magazine and which was good. I mean, that was great. It wasn't as many storytelling opportunities. It was more factual. And then the editor of professional car washing and detailing worked another row over for me and tempted me to come over to that magazine. And that was about 2008, I believe. And back then it was uh, a few people I could interview. One of them was Prentice St. Clair and uh, Bud Abraham was a columnist. So when I got this job with Jackson, Prentice was one of the first people I called and said, what do I need to know? tell me everything, what's going on. And I called Robert Andre with, cause he was president of the IDA at the time. And they gave me this Rolodex of people. They were so welcoming and optimistic about it. And then I flew out to Mobile Tech Expo in Orlando. And then it was at the Carib Royale, I think. Yeah. yeah. And, was and I was so, I felt so welcome there. There was an opening night reception and Keith Duplessis, I sat with him and we talked and then I went out to dinner with, it was Bud Abraham, it was, oh, who was, it was a great table of people. Um, and I just felt like one of the guys and I, I, I've not looked back ever since. It was the best decision I ever made. I had a preemie baby in the year before and I said, I'm not going back to an office job. I wanna be with her yeah. as much as I can. She was six weeks early and I just, I could not leave her side. And then, so Jackson, when he called me up, I said, absolutely, I can work from home and watch her grow up and make sure, she's fine now, but it was just such a great opportunity. And I just love it. I love this magazine. I love doing it. And it shows. Oh, thank you. 
So you, you got a front row seat to the industry from a really unique standpoint. Is that yeah. you see all the different manufacturers, manufacturers reps, uh, product, um, and then detailers. And, and so your perspective is that um, the industry is changing a lot. What have you kind of witnessed since 08? Oh, my gosh. Well, just the trade shows alone, I've noticed. So back then, I would go to the car wash show, and it was a little group of detailing-related booths. It was towels and um, after, you know, the vending machine products and not what it is today. I was so impressed with SEMA and the people there and that it has a whole section now. And you can walk down the aisles and you're just running into people looking to talk to people at booths and that there are booths as well. And it was so impressive and that there's two mobile tech expo shows and it's so much easier to get interviews and detail. I mean, even here where I live in upstate New York, there are so many detailers. I have to get my van in the interior detailed and there's so many people to choose from. And it wasn't always that way. I was still dealing with having to explain to people that it's not pinstriped on a van or a car and that it's more than that. And I don't have to do that anymore. Isn't that something? Yeah. It, uh, we've got a great, um, we've got a, the detail lab. Um, we've got a great detailer, female detailer. Uh, that's oh, pretty yeah. cool in upstate New York. Uh, not far from us, oh. so connect you to. Um, yeah, so you have a, a, a great relationship at, at building relationships. How does that help you? And can you relate that back to the technicians? Because sometimes we're so busy, right, of working on the, the vehicles that mm -hmm. we kind of, you know, our, our relationships, some of us can be a little strange in that our relationships <laughs> with the car, but yet the human connection is, is really important. So yeah. I know you've worked that angle really well and perfectly because you're sincere so how are those relationships work with you and what would you tell people you know that are entrepreneurs well it's funny because i wanted to interview i i don't want to mispronounce his name but ivan lacroix mm -hmm. and um he said well you know english is my second language so why don't you come out and meet me and i'll show you how to detail your van and i'll teach you and i said absolutely so i dropped my plans and i drove out to burlington vermont and met him at a detail shop and the guys there were they said you're learning from the best and he's going to show you and we're going to follow along and this is such a huge opportunity for us and and that that i think that was 2018 oh my goodness that was so challenging i do not have I don't know how you guys do it. The arm strength you need. He had me doing everything. The roof of the van, the head, he, and it took all day. I ordered pizzas for the guys. They were thrilled. And that was all I had to do. And they, and they learned something too. They were, they treated him like he was this wonderful celebrity coming in and they could learn for the from the best. And I also had the opportunity to find out what you guys do and got my hands dirty. and. I could not believe how difficult it is physically and oh having to go back over things and check everything and he had me doing um i don't know what it was it was some kind of uh product where you can look up close to see if it's a bug yeah microscope 
yes, he had me doing that. And it's a minivan, so it's a huge surface. And <laughs> oh, I was exhausted. I thought I needed Mr. Miyagi to come in and like get my shoulder back. Um, I, I love you it. Know, I love you it. know, every time, every time we host some kind of training event, even like what we did last night, you know, Renny and I are both always learning stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. All these years is, you know, we had, we had six, we had six professionals kind of, a, it was kind of a, uh, a verification course and it was really cool to see each one of these take, uh, how they do things. I like to see people's yeah. movements and how they interact. And, and so sure. when you do that training again, that's a whole nother level of your dedication, you know, to the industry and, and working it. Uh, and it's interesting. Did you see the dynamics with the people and, and how they're interacting? And, and I don't think we would have seen that back in 08. You know, I don't think we would have right. seen camaraderie. Yes. And that you can recognize people behind the scenes as you can know their face and know their name. And these detailers at this shop in Burlington knew who he was and were so thrilled he was there. And it was such an honor to be there. And they learned things too that they didn't know from that training. And I know parts of the vehicle are changing. There's, what is it? The mat finishes now. So they have stuff to learn. And um, it was, I, I could not believe it. I got that opportunity. So, and I got a free detailing job too. I mean, it wasn't free, the labor. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I tried to switch hands and use the um, rotary. Uh, buffer on the with the other hand I couldn't do it and I was exhausted. We, you know a big part of what we we train in our training programs is proper ergonomics because so oh, many right. people in this industry and, and ten years later they're destroyed. Their body's destroyed. Right. And you've got to do it right or you're gonna destroy yourself. And these young guys and gals don't think you know they don't think so. They think they're you know they're that they're super creatures. Yeah. But you know even even the most fit people it, it, it can destroy your body if you're not careful. So yeah. let me ask you this. So major events, you know, you mentioned SEMA, mobile tech. So what have you seen in, in you know, the tenants is way up for detailing. Uh, you go back to 08. Oh, yeah. We didn't have a whole lot of, I mean, our first, when I met Jim Gogan, Jim Gogan's a good friend of mine, and we, we hung out with a really small crowd of detailers that we used to go to these events back in 05, 06. And I remember we would get, like maybe eight people together mm -hmm. and that was all that we could muster up now hey chris how many how many people were at our party this year or oh, the, the industry party on when it was like what 500 almost oh my goodness it was insane it's changed so can, you, can you see a difference in people's mentality you know can you are you even from the manufacturer standpoints and even from the detailer standpoint are we getting more sophisticated because we are attending these events you think it's helping? Yes, absolutely. I, I, I did worry when I first got the job because I was going back to my professional car washing detailing days, where it was a bit of a struggle getting people to interview. And some professional detailers didn't have websites, or so you'd have to really ask around, and people would have to recommend other people, and you couldn't find them on the internet. I mean, the internet wasn't what it was then that it is now, but I was a little up and then I went to that mobile tech expo and I thought I'm not going to have a problem at all. This is amazing. There were yeah, so many yeah. people and, and people were recommending other people. I would, and Jim Gogan was really great. He actually walked me around, um, at the 2017 
show and introduced me to people, which was such a gift because everyone's busy and they don't know who you are always when you're approaching the booth. And I didn't want to take away their time. And Jim would just kind of sneak me into the side and give, give them my business card. And it, I, I have a, a big basket of business cards of people I can pick from to interview from. And it's just, there's not enough. I wish I could cover more and more and more and more in each issue, but we do four a year. So. Well, you know, we call Jim Gogan the giant of the industry. Oh yeah. Because you know he's he's uh he's very he's very well known, but he hasn't. Jim's doesn't toot his own horn too much, mm -hmm. and he's such an ambassador. And I it warms my heart to hear that what he, you know I didn't know that that he'd taken you around. And let me yeah. tell you, you're privileged because um, we kind of know that Jim when he gets to shows can be a little. Um, he gets a little irritated if you try to hang out with him because <laughs> he's got an agenda and he's, he knows where he's going yeah. and you can't screw with him. So the fact that you got personal time on the floor with Jim Gogan, uh, you know, you're one in a million because I can't even thank get that, you know? <laughs> yes. And thank you, Jim. I think I saw him in the chat on the side. I was, I was so grateful because I'm a little the same way. I don't, I don't want to force myself and take up people's time. I'm a little more shy. So that was wonderful. And I don't want to come off smarmy like, hey, yeah. give me your business yeah. card. I'm going to, I'll call you, you know, the double, the double yeah. pointing. So I'm not like that either. Going back to when we first met, though, I think that's what, that's what made, for me, I remember you standing there and I was talking to somebody. I can remember it clear as day. And you looked over and you were just patiently waiting. You're checking things out. <laughs> you're fitting right in. You weren't like sitting there, you know, waiting. Yeah. Is, is you were so... I don't know. It was just, it was, it was very wholesome and, oh, and that people can learn from that is when I've pushed myself in relationships. Sometimes yeah, sometimes you have to, right. But a lot of times when you're just professional and, and you are who you are, it works out pretty good. And you're a fine example of that. Thank you. you I bet. feel like everyone was so busy, which was another sign of how things have changed. And I, I didn't want to take away their time either. Cause it was just a, a mad hustle with the doors open and everyone had people lined up at their booths and stuff like that. So. I can honestly tell you, I can't wait to get back, right? I know. Uh, SEMA is that I, from Tuesday to Friday, I don't remember it. It's all right. like one big reel, you know, yeah. movie projector just going. And yeah. it's Great, you know, I'm, I'm, I remember the days of going to SEMA and, and being able to kick it and see friends and, you know, you could just, you could go off and talk and Jim and I right. go to classes and, and yeah, those days are gone, you know, right. and how right. blessed are we to have those days gone to where so many of us are just, you know, it's so busy. So exactly. pretty exciting. So Chris, this is some takeaways now we're going to take in, uh, we'll right. have to run us into this. Well, uh, you know, I was going to uh, thank you guys for uh, um, being on today. You know, the Auto Detailing News has been a great supporter of the industry um, and also us. You know, we've had some fun uh, fun articles in there. I think it was last was it last spring we had a cool uh, whole uh, feature on the Detail Mafia and the founders of the Mafia. So that was uh, that was really cool to see. So so thanks for supporting us. Thanks for supporting the industry. 
And I wanted to uh, tell everybody, you know, if you if you want to subscribe, get it mailed out to you. Uh, just go visit autodetailingnews.com. And uh, Deborah, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it is it free for detailers to get? It or is. is there a charge? Okay. It's free. It goes to every member of the IDA already. So okay. if you're not a member, yep, just contact. Go to the website and contact the publisher. Wow. Or you can write me. Um, that's yeah, there is a there is a contact page on the website, and your guys' emails are listed there. Yes. So it, so it's real easy to reach out and find these guys. So right on. So let's go into the takeaways. These are some important questions that I want to ask. And you know, it's hard to say because I just watched Warren Buffett. This first one is that he was asked almost the same question just a few days ago. Is looking ahead to the economy. Is that from your perspective? What do you, what are you seeing? What are you seeing for the economy? It's been so. I, I feel as if the industry, the, the the guys working in the shop, I don't think they've been affected too badly because the germ factor of the past year has been, I, just as a mom and who hangs out with other moms, we are grossed out by everything we've learned from the past year and the what's happening with germs and everyone is realizing how important it is to have a clean interior so I think there's been a benefit in that way. And, you know, look at Clorox wipes and Lysol wipes. You couldn't find them for a while. So everyone is definitely more interested in having a clean interior. So other than that, we've had a lot of, it's been a rough, a rough time. Not for the magazine. The magazine's doing great. And we're so grateful to our advertisers who have stuck with us. And I, I see things turning around and i i'm that's my greatest hope i mean i don't know i i was raised by a world war ii veteran my grandfather who saw a lot and he always stayed positive and said you still put as much work into everything you do no matter what's happening out there and if something happens and you lose your job or you lose a client you still have to put on a brave face and not let it get to you but Move My heart goes out to anyone who's struggling. Well, you know, I always are. I think we're heading in for some pretty serious inflation. Mm -hmm. uh, we can see it. Raw material costs are escalating, you know, pretty rapidly. Yes. So, you know, our product costs really labor's, you know, the, the highest cost over anything. Mm -hmm. And so, really, I think if you put it in perspective, is this way: is that you know we could be in for some interesting times. Yeah. Uh, when Warren Buffett says that he's. They don't know what's going on, and he's kind of like, uh, you know, I'm sure he's got an idea, but you know, it, it's a it, this this whole epidemic has kind of it's kind of changed things for a bit. So I think you just hold on and you keep your your spinning conservative, and yeah. you, you don't go crazy, and um, you just keep building relationships. You exactly. know, each other up, smile, and make your own life great, and you yes. know, it's it's. I miss seeing people under the mask. Um, I miss the smile, the strength. Yeah. Oh, my dog just knocked over my my lamp. Sorry. My I have a golden doodle who does who won't leave my side. He opened the door. He just opened the door to the bedroom. I love it. I love it. Oh, I have oh, I have two uh, two hundred pound labs and uh, uh, the girl. She always likes to come into the. Uh, <laughs> there he is. Yeah. She always likes to come into the bathroom and she shuts the door behind her. Yes. How did? Yes. It's crazy. They find a way. I've watched those hidden camera 
videos where you see what happens when you're not there. Yeah. And dog sneaking out. This this dog is this it's, dog does not leave my side. He's my shadow. Yeah. <laughs> usually we've got four. Usually one of them is running around me in the shop, but they all they all took off because it's a pretty day, so they didn't want any part of it. Uh, I don't blame them. <laughs> so, it's not a pretty day here. What what do you wish you would see more of within the industry? Is there anything that you'd just like to see more of? Um, that's a good question. I think Um, it's just gotten so good. I, I don't know. I, I love the recognition it's getting, um, the detailers dictionary. I was, I was so thrilled that that came out and it's doing well and that my neighbors now understand what I do and I didn't have to explain it. And I, I just think it's doing really well. Maybe more recognition on a, from the masses, but yeah. that's nothing. And I think everyone's doing everything they can to make it a, a well-recognized industry, but even more would be great. I think so. I think a lot of, 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 of big attention coming our direction, you know, as we've legitimized, I think there's a lot of things that have done that. A, the entrepreneurs uh, get this. We just had in the, the training before last, you know, our, our level of educated professional coming in here is, yeah insane we have an attorney that's getting into detailing wow that's great you don't have to have a degree you don't have to i mean for a long time but it, all, all my warning is is that there are some people that know how to study real right. well and they know how to turn things into things and that we can't take it for granted any longer that it's just detailing because it's not exactly exactly so any good piece of advice that you've ever been given that you'd like to share with the people other than what your grandfather told you right well i yes and i wasn't solely raised by my i had my parents too but my grandfather lived with us but um i look at my dad now my dad used to work for troy Bill, and he worked he was an editor for troy Bill for years and years and eventually that company went under so he lost that job and then he got a job at a book publishing company and my mom passed away during that time and he still went into work and put a smile on his face and then he lost that job because those jobs were shipped overseas and he just had such a great appreciation for a job and went in and no one knew what was going on at home with my mom being sick because having a job to him and i don't know if it's a generational thing but it was a big deal and it had to do with pride and being able to go someplace. And after being laid off from two jobs that he loves, he um, was is still so grateful. And I try to be that way too. I, I'm, I'm great. I'm so grateful for this job. I don't, I try to show that appreciation in everything I do and no matter what it is. And I've had some jobs that I hated, but you wouldn't have, known it i was a i was a bartender and i have to clean up after wing night and i did it with pride and i was i always said thank you to my boss and it was disgusting and it was all you can eat wing night so in a college town so i would have to i just try to always do it and be grateful and i always thank my bosses and i i don't think you can find a boss i've had that wouldn't say i wasn't nice so 
Oh, that's in this day and age. I think it's very important. People have, you know, I, I, I'll tell a similar story. This last weekend is I've had a a really busy few weeks. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, they have uh, our local uh, dump is doing free dump day, and you know, we've got property, so we've collected some stuff and a lot of stuff from the people that owned the property before that we wanted to get off the property. So Diane goes, she says, Hey, I've got to go to, you know, national guard drill. And, and by the way, um, it's dump day. And so, uh, I wake up Saturday morning early. I'm, I'm tired. I'm worn out. And I go, Oh man, I got to go, you know, pile at least two or three loads into the truck and get it to the dump. Yeah. And, I out and I reminded myself, you know, two years ago, we, we moved into our new property two years ago and I was so blown away that we got it and so when i walked outside i said what am i feeling sorry for i get to the property i love and it was the best dump runs i've ever done you know i mean i just got my attitude right you know and sometimes you just got to get your attitude right yeah you know and look at where you're going yeah no being uh being thankful goes a really long way i mean it it changes everything right when when you're thankful for the things you have, the things you've accomplished, the people around you, all that kind of stuff. It changes your your attitude, right? It puts a smile on your face. But when you're thankful and you express that to other people, it does the same thing for them. It helps them smile and feel good about themselves. It really is a huge deal. You know, know, when my brother got here, he he decided my big brother came over to help me and he got here and he's like, wow, you're out here early. He goes, I didn't think you'd be out here this early. And I said, you know, I had to have a, a kind of reality check with myself. So I told him the story and we got done. And he's like, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody so happy to go to the dump in my life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? And I was like, I am just so, I mean, it, it's, you've got to be, you know, and to some people, this would be nothing for them to own, but mm-hmm. for me, it's mine. And I never, you know, the way I grew up, I never imagined I'd, ha- I'd own all this, you know, exactly. in a million years. And so I think, you know, both of you've got the right, you know, the right ideas. So I think in the industry is, you know, before we end this is that, you know, every time I see Deborah, every time I see you, what you do, you have a smile on your face. You, here you are giving to us, but you're thanking us. And yeah. how cool is that? Because you're giving the industry a gift and you guys do such a great job for the industry, but yet you turn around and thank us. Oh. I don't know if enough people thank you, but I want to thank you for, not just coming on today, but you've been a friend to, and oh, you've been you. us, our group, me, but the entire industry. And uh, you're just guiding <laughs> life, and you're such a positive influence, and you just need to be around us a lot more. Thank you so much for saying that. That makes me want to cry. So don't, because it'll make me cry. My eyes are getting sweaty thinking about it. But you are, you Thank are you. actually a blessing to us. And we are a better industry. Uh, a lot to do with what what you guys are doing, you know, at the magazine and highlighting detailers. Because let's face it, a lot of us we never thought we'd get highlighted for anything. Ugh. You know, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Well, hey, how can people connect with you guys online? What what's the best way to kind of? And do you guys have a, a strong um, social media presence or anything where you're updating things? I did a Facebook page and it's hit or miss. It's kind of, there's so much I could post. And I Mm -hmm. think about that all the time. And I would, so maybe I'll get that started again, but you can find that at auto uh, detailing news. And then my email is D E B R a 
g at autodetailingnews.com. Cool. Well, reach out and uh, we'll let's talk. Let's plan on talking this week about this event okay. I got planned. I'd love to have you actually come out as a guest speaker. That's a little hint into it um, and get sure. involved. It's a really <laughs> cool. It's going to be a cool event. We're going to put it on in about a year from right now. So we're going to leave ourselves okay. enough time to plan it. And uh, I think it's going to be cool. And uh, I'd love to have you involved. I would love to. I can't wait to start traveling again and seeing all you guys in person. And Oh, man. Amen. Right. Well, hey, <laughs> stay, stay, stay warm up there in upstate New York. <laughs> Thanks again for all you do. And like always, hey, everybody, if you've enjoyed the show, uh, if you enjoy seeing Chris's shirts, you know, every day, every time we come on, <laughs> you know, is is make sure to take and make a comment. Tell us what you want to hear or who you want to hear from next. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube. And we love to see that thumbs up and we love to see your comments. So thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll Thank see you next you. time. We'll see you soon. You guys take care. Adios, thanks, guys. everyone. Thank you. Thank take you. Bye-bye. Okay.